Mayor Jim Langfelder vowing there will be no layoffs in the Springfield Fire Department despite a $1.4 million cut. Others are more skeptical, including seven retired Springfield Fire Chiefs who I think know a little something about the department, about its budget, about uh, the uh, expenditures and um, necessities of running that fire department. And they say, there just isn't any way you can do this without having layoffs. If you tried cutting $1.4 million from the non-personnel lines of the department would mean you'd be decimating the budget for essential equipment, the, the tools of the trade for firefighters. And they say, either way, it is going to harm public safety. And we still haven't gotten a lot of specifics from those who were very gung-ho about these cuts as to how they will be implemented without uh, impacting public safety. But there are certainly people out there who believe that, well, the fire department just uh, has too many people, too much time on its hands. Um, and they, uh, they're out there doing things they don't need to be doing. There was an interesting Twitter exchange uh, on this, and this began when the Firefighters Local 37, the Firefighters Union, they have been now, since these cuts came up, they have been periodically sharing stories of individual firefighters and also sharing stories of some of the things the fire department does. We we had, for example, a couple of structure fires uh, in the last uh, 24 hours, I think actually three different ones, a couple of houses and a, a garage where firefighters had to respond and Put out the flames, you know, job one for the fire department. Uh, What gets a little bit less attention but is no less important is the fire department's role in um, responding to medical emergencies. Yes, we have private ambulance companies, but the fire department is positioned, stationed all around the city and can uh, almost always have the fastest response time to medical emergencies. It is a critically important part of what they do. The fire department also does other things, too, to help people uh, in times of crisis. There was a a, a story posted um, over the weekend by the firefighters. Actually, this might have been late last week. I think I first saw this while I was still on vacation. But they uh, posted the story about how they responded to a situation where a woman had um, let her uh, dog out uh, outside, you know, to do its its thing. Uh, and her her toddler uh, basically came up behind and pushed the door closed and locked the door. Uh, so she's outside with the dog, doors locked, baby inside the house, toddler. And she can't get back in. And she's frantic, obviously. Uh, and the child can't find its its mother. And the child's frantic. Uh, she calls the fire department. And the fire department responds. Which calls 911, I guess. The fire department responds. Uh, they are actually able to find an unlocked upstairs window to gain access to the house. And uh, go in, get the door open, get mom and child reunited. Everybody's safe. Everybody's fine. Heartwarming story about how the fire department comes to the rescue of people, even when it is not uh, a fire or an immediate medical emergency, but still put yourself in that mother's shoes. That is 100% an emergency situation. And the fire department responded to it. Well, that didn't sit well with one particular person, uh, a woman who responded to this with a tweet to reply saying, quote, OMG, breaking a window would be better than paying for a fire engine and four guys. 
for the record, fire companies generally three guys respond in that. But no, no, anyway, um, breaking a window would be better than paying for a fire engine and four guys. Now, the woman in question here uh, actually then responded herself. The original tweet came from the firefighters union, but the woman responded saying, quote, they made entry from an unlocked window at the top of my three story house. One stayed with me to keep an eye on my son in case we needed to break the window. One manned the ladder and one climbed in. Do you have a child addressing the woman who posted this? Safety is my top priority. And theirs. The woman responds, but you are not free to use public equipment and your taxpayer paid salaries to respond to non-emergency calls. There are locksmiths, neighbors with ladders, spouses with keys for these problems. If you were busy, you would not be able to respond to superfluous calls. Uh, later, the union posted another one in a series of uh, profiles. They're putting family pictures up of Springfield firefighters, some of the youngest and most recent hires, saying these are among the firefighters who could be laid off as a result of the budget cuts. This same woman replied to that picture, quote, it'd be better for him to get another job with fires continuing to decline. Municipalities should not be hiring career firefighters. I'm curious as to how prevalent this attitude is, because from from my perspective, and thank God, and knocking wood now, never had a a fire in my home. I, I have a sibling who has. Um, I have had the fire department respond to medical emergencies, uh, and I got to tell you, it is uh, an enormous comfort to know uh, that they can be there in minutes in that situation. In a community the size of Springfield, I, for one, am not bothered by the fact that we have a fire department on standby 24-7. And even though there isn't a fire every minute of every day here in Springfield, and even though there isn't necessarily a medical emergency every minute of every day here in Springfield, there's enough of them that says to me, I want to have career firefighters with EMT training on hand uh, available to respond when that situation arises. And when they're not responding to that, if they can climb up into an open window and uh, rescue a child without somebody having to shatter their own window, I'm 100% behind that, too. You're on WMAY. Good morning. Hey, Jim. Good morning. Hi. Uh, This has actually happened to me and my wife too many times. We have three with autism. And... We actually have a lockbox outside that we keep underneath the deck with a spare key for that very reason. But we pay taxes for, for these people to have these jobs, and it's kind of for these situations. It doesn't always have to be a fire, you know. That kid could be inside, go right to the knife drawer. You never know what could happen. I view a fire department as an insurance policy. Uh, you know, we, we all have insurance policies on our home. God willing, we don't have to use them most years, most decades even. But you sure as hell want it there if something does happen. To me, a fire department is no different. Yes, we're paying money to have a full fire department staffed and ready to go. And we hope we never have to use it. But God help us if we need it and it's not there. Absolutely. I mean, you give some people the Internet, they just have to say something, though. I mean, you're always going to have those people that have to say something. I appreciate the call. 217-629-7970. Of course, that's what keeps us in business, too, is that people just have to say something. But the, the reality is I, I, I fear that there is a, at least a section of the community that does feel this way, that feels like somehow we're just going way overboard on the whole fire protection thing. Uh, and... Sadly, it appears that at least some of those people are in the Springfield City Council. 
Like, oh, okay, why are we spending all this money on firefighters for crying out loud? Well, again, I think we're spending all this money on firefighters because you don't know when a fire is going to break out. You don't know when somebody is going to have a medical emergency and need immediate assistance. Where literally seconds count. With with fires continuing to decline, municipalities should not be hiring career firefighters. Are we supposed to have a part-time fire department? Are we supposed to have a volunteer fire department in Springfield? I, I would feel a lot more comfortable if somebody could really kind of spell out for me how we implement $1.4 million in cuts without layoffs or how doing that doesn't inhibit public safety, doesn't extend response times, doesn't make it more difficult for firefighters to get to where they're needed when they're needed. And the reality is that if in a given moment uh, we don't have an emergency need for a firefighter, but they can come and help somebody get back into their home and get to their toddler without having to break out a window I, I I don't really see the problem in that personally. You're on WMAY. Good morning. I'm sorry about that. 217-629-7970 is the number. If you want to weigh in on this, and maybe you agree with the woman who says, you know, we, we shouldn't be footing the bill for firefighters to uh, to go help somebody who gets locked out of their house. Or maybe the proverbial cat in a tree or something. I, I, I don't know for sure that any firefighter has ever actually gotten a cat out of a tree, but I suppose theoretically it could have happened. Hi, you're on WMAY. Good morning. Caller, go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah, this is just, this is ridiculous. I mean, we got to have firefighters, you know. I, 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 yeah, a, turn your radio down. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100% on this because, again, it's one thing to say we don't need the firefighters, but what if it's your house that catches fire the next day? Absolutely. I'm a volunteer fire, fireman from a small town down by um, Quad Cities, Moline area. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We got we to gotta protect our fire departments. I mean, yeah, I, I'm we got to have the funding. We got to keep going. I mean... First, we defunded the police, and now we're looking to cut budgets on fire departments. And, and where's our country going? Well, uh, what's you know, happening to We us? haven't really defunded police. That's a, that's a talking point more than it's an actual thing that's happened. But I think we do need to be mindful of this. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, uh, public sector workers seem to have a big target on their back right now, metaphorically speaking. And I think that does need to stop. Appreciate the call. 217-629-7970. You're on WMAY. Good morning. Good morning. I wanted to comment about the fire protection. I agree with you, Jim, that it is great to have them available on short notice when a person is in distress, uh, be it a child locked in the house or the house is burning down or a medical emergency. The woman who says that it is superfluous for them to come get the child uh, taken care of, um, I think they're just being selfish. I think they're just being um, greedy. So I weigh in with you that uh, we need fire protection. We need to refund the the fire department to the $1.4 million because when we need them, we need them. 
Thank you, Jim. I appreciate the call. If you're in the city of Springfield, I hope you're talking to your alderman about it, and I hope you're letting them know your your feelings on this. I hope everybody does uh, to communicate uh, to their alderman. I haven't had the chance to do that yet because I didn't have an alderman (laughs) until last week while I was out of town. Congratulations, by the way, to Alderman uh, Roy Williams in Ward 3. Uh, I should reach out to to him on that. Uh, I'm also trying to figure out what the hell actually happened there because, you know, two weeks before, they're like, Ah, no, we can't let him be an alderman. He might want to run for office again. Last week, it's unanimous. I uh, I don't know. They must have read my editorial at WMAY.com. The only conclusion that I can possibly draw. Let's grab one more call quickly. 217-629-7970. You're on WMAY. Good morning, Jim. Uh, I just, uh, I, and some of the things I've heard about the budget on the firefighter side, I, I had thought there was uh, like $10 million put in there for maybe new buildings or something um, that they they were probably going to have to cut the 1.4 million out of that but i also heard that there's a chance that the government will probably make that 1.4 million up on reimbursements for covid calls last year yeah uh, you know so, the, the the fire station money my understanding is is separate from the general operations budget which is where they made the 1.4 million dollar cut now it is possible that yes when the covid relief arrives that some of that could be used to offset some of the budget cuts in the fire department and prevent those layoffs uh, and and that would be a good thing but i don't think that's been determined yet because i don't think we know exactly how much we're getting or where it's going to be applied yeah i agree i mean there's no doubt i mean you know we need our firefighters. There's no question about that. Just like the law enforcement, um, yeah. uh, that's not the area to cut, but that's what makes the big splash. Whenever there's a budget problem, you know, uh, it's kind of the fear monger. Oh, well, then we're going to have to cut the police department. We're going to have to cut the fire department. And they know that that's going to get everybody riled up. Except they went ahead and did it. They actually cut the fire department, and and I think people are a little bit riled up. I'd been saying all along, I've never heard anybody say, oh, we just have way too much fire protection in Springfield. But then I saw Twitter over the weekend. It's like, well, you know what? No, we found somebody. We found somebody who was actually saying, we have way too much fire protection in Springfield. So there you go.